Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's going on? Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock, my guy Mojo Mutati. Not wearing today that silly cheese head, because like I told you yesterday. How dare you, sir? Mojo, you know, I told everybody yesterday, I said, look, I said, not only are the Packers going to lose on Monday Night Football, but I said the Raiders are going to beat them 17 to 13. Uh, I did not actually say that, Mojo. Uh, It was a close game. Jordan Love, let's be honest, wasn't his best game. Throws three interceptions, including an interception in the end zone, Mojo, with less than a minute remaining in the game, and the Packers only down four points. So it was a bit of a, a Hail Mary toss there, but nonetheless, they had a chance to win the game. He throws another pick, and they lose the game mojo the Packers obviously reeling and they've got some issues not only did you accurately predict the score 17-13 Babcock you also did say Jordan Love was going to throw three interceptions you called it also I really can't say too much honestly this segment should only be you speaking after this incredible foresight but I agree with you there you know, it's kind of hard to complain. We went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. We're right. just used to incredible top-notch quarterbacks. We thought we could have the trifecta. Maybe it's the case, but not so much just yet. Uh, it's almost like Patriots fans complaining now after all those Super Bowl wins. You just <laughs> right. you just can't. Right. You've got to uh, allow other people to, to get some wins uh, around the league, Mojo. So, look, uh, you know, decent football game last night. Not my favorite part of the night. My favorite part of last night came courtesy of the Raiders owner, Mark Davis. Mark Davis, of course, the son of Al Davis, been the owner of the team forever. Before the game, Mojo, and he was frustrated during the football game. He wasn't happy. But before the football game, Mojo, watch what Mark Davis does. You, you, you recognize him there? Yeah, that was actually last <laughs> night, only a couple hours before the Monday night football game. There is Mark with his female friend. Don't know what's going on there. But he sat down at a slot machine, Mojo. This guy is worth north of a billion dollars and little little wheel of fortune pulling that slot machine down, Mojo. I love this guy. Man of the people. And he likes gambling. This is shocking to me, Babcock. That he would be gambling? No, not at all that he'd be oh. gambling. Not at all that he's even playing the, the penny slots, which is absolutely a ridiculous concept if you're asking me personally. I mean... Rich guys want to have more money. They want money more even than the poor people do a lot of times. So not surprised by that part of it. What I am surprised is that not one person in that airport where he owns their NFL team recognized them. There was no request for pictures or autographs, nothing like that. It's not like Mark Davis looks like everybody else. Right, you can't miss the guy. You can't miss him. You can't miss him. Yes, you see the haircut. 100%, you know there's only one man on the face of the planet that would rock that do. So it's without question, Mark Davis. And, uh... <laughs> see, I don't know if you look better with the Mark Davis cut or the Jimmy Butler cut from 
last week. I think I'm going. I'm going Mark Davis, Mojo. It's the bangs that do it for me. The bangs. That's what we call. I don't it. know. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, that might be better. I actually look kind of cool there. I might. That maybe that's what I'm growing my hair out for right now to achieve that excellence. Tom Brady, right now, he can win a Super Bowl for the New England Patriots. So bring him back because he can win this this terrible team that's that everybody sees is a terrible team. He can come right now today and win the Super Bowl for New England Patriots. Mojo, of course, that was Asante Samuel. We uh, heard from Asante yesterday, and that was him, of course, who was teammates with Tom Brady, won two Super Bowls with Tom Brady, saying that TB12 right now could win a Super Bowl if he were with the Patriots, if he were the quarterback. Mojo, maybe Asante is on to something because lo and behold, today we get some photos of Tom out with his buddies on his yacht off the coast of Miami. And I'll tell you what, Mojo, he's 46 years old. He's retired. I think Tom Brady looks darn good physically. Uh, muscular. Dude looks better now than he looked like when he was at the Combine 25 years ago or so now. But look, there it is, Mojo. Better body now, not supposed to be the case. You're supposed to get worse as you get older, not get better. Again, maybe uh, Sante was onto something. Not when you got Brady supplements and body by Brady and millions of dollars in the bank. <laughs> you only get better with time, babe. Cock. I mean, plus... Let's be real. I don't know if Tom Brady has ever looked worse than that legendary oh, combine yeah. photo with the awful yeah. gray shorts on. Yeah. I mean, that was that was the Bad low, of the low for, for Mr. <laughs> Brady. As far as winning a Super Bowl with the Patriots, as far as I'm convinced, once once Brady went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl in his first year with a brand new team with a truncated offseason and preseason following the pandemic, yeah, I'm not putting anything past Tom Brady. No chance I'm betting against him, especially with going back to his old team. That being said, what's the likelihood of this happening? Uh, I'd zero. say less than 1%. Yeah, I'd say somewhere between 0 and 1%, closer to 0. Uh, Mojo, uh, Asante Samuel, look, he, he obviously has beef with Bill Belichick. He does doesn't like him, and uh, I guess because of that, really not a fan of the Patriots. Somebody else who, I wouldn't say he has beef with the Patriots, but he did take a bit of a shot at the Patriots and at his good friend, Bill Belichick, and that is that guy right there, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. So Donald Trump is, of course, ahead of the 2024 presidential uh, election. He is campaigning across the country. New Hampshire, a very important state for him. He was in New Hampshire at a rally, Mojo, and uh, was trying to make an analogy that had to do with President Biden and how he'd be out of his leadership negotiating with the president of China, and he took a shot at the New England Patriots. For him to negotiate with President Xi of China is like my high school football team playing the, let's see, what's a good team nowadays? Philadelphia's good. You know, they change a little bit. I used to say New England. I used to say the Patriots. I'd, I'd love to be able to say the Patriots. He's a great guy, great coach. But uh, they have a little hard time. But uh, what's going on with the Patriots, huh? Yeah, Mojo, they are having a hard time. We said it yesterday. They lost 34 to nothing against the Saints on Sunday. Last week, they lost 38 to 3. So uh, not going well. And obviously, the former president is keeping tabs on his buddy, Bill. Yeah, Babcock, I've seen this a few times now, and I really <laughs> don't know what to make of it. I mean, it almost started like it wasn't 
a jab, like, you know, oh, he was, you know, just pointing out Patriots are struggling and hopefully they'll go back because I like the coach and like the team. <laughs> but then he just stayed with it, which makes me wonder, yeah, did him and Belichick get into something behind closed doors? Like, what happened here? And let's just apply the context here. We're talking about this in New Hampshire where right. he's trying to Do you think rally. he realized that, Mojo? I, I don't know if he – and he's – look, whether you like him or not, he, he's sharp when it comes to these kind of things. He, he's on top of this kind of stuff. So it would shock me if he didn't realize that he was talking to a Patriots crowd. But maybe he didn't. Maybe he just – got carried away in what he was talking about and forgot where he was. That's maybe where my mind went, but yeah, I'm very confused here. The whole situation is very hilarious to me, but yeah, I, I don't really know what, what happened. NBA fans, basketball is back, and DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code TMZ. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TMZ. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensed partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, let's go back to Las Vegas. So NBA preseason uh, going down, uh, regular season just a few weeks away now. 
The Los Angeles Lakers and that guy right there, LeBron James, beat the Brooklyn Nets by a few points in Sin City. Now, Mojo, I don't want to talk about the game. Who cares? It's preseason. doesn't matter. But after the game, LeBron James, who is almost 40 years old now and has in the past talked about his burning desire. He really badly wants this to own an NBA team, but not just an NBA team anywhere, Mojo, an NBA team in Vegas. LeBron was talking to reporters, talking to media after the game, and once again said, I want this badly. Take a look. You've been very specific about wanting to have the team here in Las Vegas. You don't just want to have a team. You want to have the team here. Why is that? Uh, it just makes sense. Um, um, obviously, you have the Raiders here. You have the Knights here. You have the Aces here. You got F1 coming very soon. Um, you know, All-Star Weekend has been here a few times. You got the NBA Summer League. That's very popular. Um, I mean, sports is... It's here, and um, you know I think you know adding the NBA franchise here um, will just add just to the momentum that's going on in this town. Um, it's an attraction. Um, you don't have to worry about getting fan support, nothing like that. I think it's only right. I think it's only a matter of time, but and I hope I'm part of that time. Yeah, Mojo. I mean, let's be honest. I think it's about money, a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, look, this is something that's going to happen, right? Uh, All the top players, all-time GOATs, go on to own franchises of some kind. I mean, we've seen Magic do it. We've seen Michael Jordan do it. LeBron says he's on their level. A lot of people would agree. So it makes sense that he's going to own a team, too, especially considering how much money he's made uh, while he's playing. He can certainly afford to buy an interest in in some sort of team uh it is very interesting though that teams select vegas i mean for financial purposes obviously it can make some sense here but guess what la has a lot of money miami new york city all of these cities are mega cities in the in in the u.s with with mega markets surrounding them so you wonder why players don't choose to go into ownership. You know why I think it is, Mojo? I think it's because the Los Angeles Lakers are just not for sale and are never going to be for sale, even for somebody like LeBron James. So I think LeBron probably knows that, hey, there's no chance that I'm going to own the Lakers. Uh, They're not going to bring another team to the city. Vegas makes sense because it doesn't exist. The NBA would love, I'm not like Adam Silver would drive LeBron to Vegas to to fill out the paperwork, whatever needs to be done. I mean, that's how badly I think that they would want to have LeBron in a uh, ownership position, Mojo. It would be so much money. I think once once the NFL made the decision to come to Vegas, and this was something they resisted forever, for years, gambling right in the backyard. Gambling is the one thing that can take down a sport because if you don't have the integrity of the sport, if people think that the, uh, the, the results might not be true and somebody's throwing games because they placed a big bet, then your sport could, could literally fall apart, crumble, and not even exist. But I think once that happened, Mojo, and the NFL went to Las Vegas, I, I think it, you're right. It's only a matter of time, and the NBA is going to be in Vegas. And I honestly would be shocked if LeBron James is not one of the owners, if not the guy who owns the entire team. I, I really believe that. Mojo, uh, Anthony Ciccolo, somebody I know that uh, that you know that you're actually buddies with. Also, uh, of course, a former linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers and a couple other teams. You go back a couple years, was a draft pick out of Miami. Well, Mojo, he's not playing football anymore. And last week had a bit of a scary incident at a doctor's office 
in Florida, Hylia, Florida, Thursday morning to be exact. Now, Anthony was not feeling right, so he did the right thing. He said, hey, you know, let me go uh, get some help at the doctor's office. Unfortunately, Mojo, while he was there, something went wrong. And people who were uh, on the scene said Anthony was sort of bit out of control and sort of thrashing around the office. People were scared, so they ended up calling police. Now, when police got there, they ultimately deployed their taser and got Anthony under control. You see them cuffing him here. Now, they did not arrest him. Anthony was instead placed on a 72-hour involuntary psychiatric hold and was taken where he could uh, get more extended treatment, Mojo, for three days. Uh, he is about, I understand, Mojo, to get out, and you have had a conversation with Anthony. How is he doing, first of all? He's doing a lot better, Babcock, and I, I want to start this by saying Chicklo is somebody that I've known for about 10 years, a good friend of mine, always such a joy to be around, hilarious man. He is one of the most hardworking, nonstop people I have ever met in my entire life, football or wrestling, and I think that's... Wow saying a lot. And right now, you know, it's a situation that was really sad to see. You know, here's a guy that gave his life to the game, to the fans that left it all out on the field, who broke his body, who put his head and his brain um, through so much. And, you know, you leave the game and you just can feel so broken. You know, you hear CTE mentioned all the time. Anthony definitely had his share of concussions. But then, you know, you leave football and there's a mental aspect to it, too. All those people that were there supporting you and that were there with you, making money off of you. When you're no use to them anymore, where are those people? They always disappear and just everything seems to hit you at the same time. And that's where a lot of retired players run into a lot of issues. When that CTE starts kicking in, those injuries catch up, that emotional trauma starts to combine with that. And problems end up happening. And, you know, you said it, Babcock, you got to commend Chicolo because this didn't happen on the street. He didn't yeah. commit a crime. This happened after he checked himself into a hospital to right. seek care. And I'll tell you, man, that is a really, really hard thing to do yeah. for a tough guy, to, for a guy that rose to the highest level of pro sports. Everybody just tries to sweep their issues under the rug. And here's a guy that put himself out there and checked into a hospital. And, you know, it's unfortunate that this happened. But, you know, like you said, I was able to hop on a call on the phone today with Anthony, actually. And I tell you what, man, I felt really good after that call because he just sounded like he was in a really good place. You know, the the thing that he said that really stuck out to me, it wasn't talking about the hospital and everyone finding out what happened to him and all of these things that might be embarrassing for some. He felt really great about it because he was like, you know what, I'm in a really cool position now you know, to inspire others and to enact change, you know, to bring more awareness to these head and brain injuries that so many players, if not every player goes through uh, when they're finished with football. So being able to kind of get ahead of it in the future and reaching out and helping the next generation is something that he feels extremely passionate about right now. And I'll tell you what, that's how you make lemonade right there, Babcock. Mojo, of course, the 49ers demolished the Cowboys, kicked their asses Sunday night football. 42 to 10. <laughs> if these teams didn't have some, some beef mojo, some little bit of animosity towards one another, 
before the game, they definitely do now, not just because of how the game went for the Cowboys, but because of that shirt that uh, 49ers star tight end George Kittle wore during the game. I'm sure you've seen this online. You've heard about it. The shirt says bleep Dallas. Bad word. Expletive. Uh, Mojo. And he goes off, scores three touchdowns after not scoring a touchdown uh, in any of the games this season. Kittle just killed the Cowboys. Well, now, Mojo, you've got uh, a Dallas Cowboys star, their best player, as a matter of fact, Micah Parsons, responding to the shirt, reacting to the shirt. Uh, not to be outdone, though, Mojo, Debo Samuel, of course, the star wide receiver for the 49ers, also has something to say about the shirt. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. It was already personal before the game started. Now, um, 42 to 10, I don't think you like want to see us again. It might be a little bit worse. Wow. Debo. I don't know what we trust. <laughs> Micah. <laughs> Micah, Debo, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We, I don't know. We trust you. We trust you. Know, laugh now, cry later. I mean, I don't think you want to see us again. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if they. I don't know if the Cowboys want to see the 49ers again, Mojo. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's let's just interpret what Micah said here. He never said we're gonna beat your team. <laughs> that was never in, in his statement. Right. He just said Kittle is gonna regret some things, so they could lose. <laughs> 100 to zero, but if Kittle hobbles off the field with a broken leg snapped in half, Ooh. he's going to be crying about that. So there's that to interpret here. I mean, look, was this personal at the end of the day? No, it wasn't personal. I think it was Kittle having some fun, drumming up a rivalry. That's what we like in football, right? We like Love trash it. talk. We want to watch the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers yep. and know it's going to be smash mouth football. And that's those are the games that if we're not fans of either teams, we'll tune in and we'll watch. You yeah. know, that's kind of what we're going to get out of this San Francisco-Dallas situation. Now, that being said, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, no, you can't just let a comment like that go right. untarnished. No, especially no. if you're on that defense, you know you're gunning for Kittle that next game. The whole team is going to rally around Blowing up Kittle. Maybe you call a couple of play calls, making sure you put Kittle in that situation. You can't have people just outright disrespecting your team like that. But at the end of the day, no, I don't think any players are going to lose any sleep at night. So, no, I don't think we need to read too far into it. But, yeah, if you're the Dallas defense, you're going to have something to say about it. All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time. We've got a good one tomorrow, though. Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey was an an absolute stud of a baseball player, a Major League Baseball star, not just with the Dodgers, also with the Padres. He is Mojo now running for United States Senate, and the man himself is going to join us on tomorrow's show. Cannot wait to talk to Steve Garvey running as a Republican in California, has not won in like 30-plus years. He believes that he can change that. So Steve Garvey tomorrow, Mojo, should be pretty great. Yeah, Babcock, matter of fact, I think it'll make for the best show since today.